get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Nice cock! Nice cock! Welcome to Tuttle's Daily Podcast. I'm your guest host, Charlie Alamo. Tuttle needed to take a little break, you know, take care of his mentals, his all chickens and what have you, like Marshawn Lynch says. But he said I could come on here and, uh, you know, talk a little bit, rant, rave, use his platform, if you will, to uh, spew my rhetoric. Yep. As you can tell, I have nothing to talk about, so it's just going to be a free-for-all here on the Tuttle Daily Podcast, but that's never a bad thing. Why don't you go ahead and make sure you check out all of the fantastic people that sponsor Tuttle. They do such an amazing job from Vapor Shades to Stitch You Up, GLO franchises, everything. Make sure you go check them out. Follow them on the Twitter if you feel so inclined. Follow me too, at CCA Production. Let's go ahead and kick this show off. I thought I would uh, maybe start off this first segment here to kind of tell in the audience a little bit about myself. Tuttle never really gives me a chance to talk. I just kind of sniper in lines, which I actually prefer. If you know anything about me, I uh, I don't really like to do a lot of radio prep. I mean, I'll do some. I'll look at some news stories because you got to be fresh on some stuff. But for the most part, I just want to, I need to hear it right then. So then I can, you know, deliver the best quality comedy content I can, I guess. I don't know. I just don't like hearing stories. Unless I already heard of it, then I, you know, that's one thing. But working with Tuttle is, is actually pretty fun. He's super, I mean, I don't know if you guys realize this or not, but he's super easy to work with. He will put you over all the time. Sometimes I have a problem with it because I was like, just don't put me over. I need you to heal it up here so we can actually get something going. I hope uh, Tuttle is recovering, recuperating, taking some time to get his head clear a little bit. He's been a busy son of a bitch for the last, God, how how long has he been doing the show daily? Remember when it used to only be a couple days a week? Then he came to me and he's like, Charlie, I'm going to start. Ah, uh, Charlie, I think I'm going to start doing it uh, once a day. I was like, what the fuck? You're going to run out of content, brother. But you know what? He's done it and he's made the show interesting. He's had some fantastic guests on. Some people that, I, I mean, I'm, I was surprised. He got the, the dude from Boost Mobile. Like, what the fuck? How the hell did he get that? So, shout out to Tuttle, shout out to the Vulture as well, keeping everything going on the uh, the home front as the producer. Anyway, back to me. Uh, of course, everything's gotta be about me. I, uh, I figured I'd give you a little brief history rundown, what I've been doing since, uh, you know, how I actually ended up becoming friends with Tuttle. I started listening to Bubba back in 06, of course. I think that's when a lot of people started listening to The Sponge was uh, the serious days, which those early serious days with him, Howard, Pharrell, those that was some of the best radio really ever. I mean, I w- I, at the time, I didn't like Opie and Anthony and, and, and that stuff, so I didn't have XM. I wish I would have because it, they were both doing, both of those different little compounds were doing so much fucking great content at the time that it's never that's never going to happen again. Look at where satellite radio is now. They're basically giving it away. You can get it for like four fucking dollars a month. Who would want to pay that, though? 
realistically. I mean, there's nothing good on there. You're going to listen to the same old shit. It's not like they're opening up the vault and playing really obscure old Howard stuff. Hell, they barely, they just play the same clips over and over and over again, man. That's what radio has become, literally. I uh, I discovered uh, Bubba in 06, uh, became a fan of the show, kind of fell out of it for a while towards the end. I picked it back up right before he went and just did straight terrestrial radio before he said, motherfuck you, serious. I didn't care for it at that time. That's when I started to kind of turn, not turn like where I would troll or do shit like that because I don't understand people who have time to spew hate online. Uh, who's got fucking time for that, man? I got so much shit I got to get done. I ain't got time to send a fucking stupid tweet like that. So I, I discovered the show when they were replaying the morning his morning show that they were doing on Sirius in the afternoons, and I, I hate when shows do that anyway, unless, you know, there's certain shows that you can get away with replaying. It probably would have been different if the show would have been uncensored. That probably would have helped it some. But the Friday shows were great. Those were still uncensored, and they would do stuff and dial it up, and that's how I became familiar with Tuttle. Didn't listen to the show for a long long fucking time and then uh started uh listening one day it was right after he got fired from the bone i was working over in sydney australia no montana even worse i wish it was there's actually kangaroos over there there's not there's just messed up people that dress up like kangaroos and walk around doing god knows what at all hours of the day anyway bubba just got fired from uh cox it was a big hole who done it i jumped back in because it was at the time, I thought it was pretty interesting radio. Then later on, when you find out what actually happened, it wasn't really that interesting. Actually, at first, if I can be completely honest, I didn't care for Tuttle. I found him to be annoying. And then as I kept watching the show, he actually, I was like, Tuttle's a pretty cool dude. He got fired from the Sponges show or let go or whatever you want to, however you want to call it. He got shit canned. Let's just say that again. I reached out to him to do an interview for a podcast that I was doing, which would also then also got played on the public radio radio station that I was working with at the time. He was, not only did he jump at the chance, but he was so courteous, which was like super rare because I've interviewed quite a few people. I mean, I've interviewed some some actual famous people like Graham Nash and, and stuff like that. But I, I found Tuttle to be super nice. He was punctual. He actually was there waiting for the fucking call, not fucking around like a lot of people that I've interviewed have done. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Listen, nowadays, everything is going to be over the computer anyway. So get used to it sounding like this because that's just basically what the fuck is going to happen. It's that sucks. Quality is going to go down. Quality will go down in that fact. But so reach out to Tuttle. He did my show. And um, then he's he, you know, we exchanged emails and stuff like that. Started talking a little bit more. He told me that he had this plan for doing his own show. I told him to do it. I was like, just fucking start it, man. Just just get it going. And look, he's hit the ground running and hasn't looked back. So that's a kudos to him. He's putting up very good numbers. I mean, he he tells me them from time to time. I actually don't care about numbers. I'm like, are you getting good downloads? All I want to know is you getting good downloads. He says, yes. I'm like, cool. I know that he's fucking doing his thing. We've had meetings. We actually had production meetings for the longest time. I'm glad we don't have those anymore. I mean, once a week would be okay, but the way that they were trying to get stuff planned out was, uh, whoa. All right. Well, I just spun myself out on that one. We should probably go ahead and, uh, take a quick little break here and hit some of those commercial spots that everybody knows and loves so well. So we'll be back with more Tuttle Daily Podcast right after this. Want to support the show? Go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. 
That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. Good Lord, I didn't realize how many laser sound effects Tuttle has in this podcast. I'm going to have to talk to him about that. It's a little overboard. What is this, 1980s? This is 2020, baby. A little less on the lasers. A little laser less. Speaking of a little less, what about sports? Anybody watching those? Yeah, I'm not either. Who cares, really, with no fans? There's nothing... There's no passion anymore. They're just out there collecting a check at this point. It's basically people... I mean, video games have more entertainment than than what's going on right now. And sports are supposed to usually help uh, help everybody get back to some sort of normalcy. I'm just done with sports in general. I'm reminded of a great scene in the movie A Bronx Tale where a young collegiano who see... who the kid that ended up playing him, the grown-up version of him, went to jail for a long time. If you watch The Sopranos, you remember him. He was Matt Bellavacqua, Matt Drinkwater, or whatever. He, they, he, gets shoots, he gets shot by Tony Soprano at that old uh, George Washington State here house. There, I just went through a whole plot point and twist that you didn't even need to know about. So anyway, back to uh, Bronx Tale. He has this great line in there where he, he's talking to Chaz Palminteri and he goes, uh, he's talking about some newspaper reporter and he goes, he made Mickey Mantle cry. I, I hate that guy because he made Mickey Mantle cry. And he Chaz Palminteri goes, Mickey Mantle. Mickey Mantle makes $100,000 a year. How much does your father make? I don't know. Yeah, you don't know. When your father can't pay the rent, go ask Mickey Mantle for the money. He doesn't care about you. Nobody cares. After that, I never watch sports again. Or no, he's like, after that, I never was a Yankee fan. However, the last part of the line goes. But that's I, that realistically sat in to me the other day. These are a bunch of well-paid people. Listen, they should be paid what they're getting paid, okay? They're, they, especially in football, there's a short window for them to play. Get your fucking money. I got no fucking problem with that. I'm not gonna fucking live or die by some fucking team, especially because I'm a Jets fan and I'm just tired of fucking, I'm tired of mediocrity. There's a plane flying over right now. I bet you can hear it. Yep, there it goes. Um, I'm tired of fucking mediocrity and spending, waste, not spending, fucking wasting money on logoed apparel and all this shit to support somebody that, quite frankly, could give a fuck if I was alive or dead. Who cares? I'm done with that shit. I'm done with sports. I'll, you know, if it's on, I'll take a gander. I'm not searching it out. I don't fucking care. That brings me to this point. So I'm perusing the news as I do a little bit because I like to pick and choose what I actually consume news-wise. And I'm reading this story that Aaron Andrews was surprised that Tom Brady said so many F-words. He said the F-bomb twice when he threw an interception. What the fuck do you think he's going to say? Oh, cheese and rice, Aaron Andrews is on the sidelines. Somebody might hear me. Get the fuck out of here. I'm surprised they're not using more racial slurs. That's when you'll be able to hear it. That's when you'll be able to go, yo, Miles Garrett should have knocked that guy out because he was totally saying the N-word or whatever it may be, you know? I'm surprised there's not more of that going on. That is the the F-word. Are you, are you What are we, fucking children? Are we fucking children now? Like, people don't... Don't, Aaron, I guarantee you, Aaron Andrews used the, said fuck and a whole lot of other expletives when she found out that some dude was fucking filming her from a goddamn peephole in a hotel room, you know? So get the fuck out of here with this, like, church language that you're surprised he said it. How are you, I'm surprised that that is even a fucking news story. It's not. This is where we're coming to now, people. They're reporting that somebody said something on the field and they could hear it because it's only a 20% capacity crowd. Some places didn't even have crowds. Get the 
fuck out of here. This is where we're at now. This is 2020. I, the, the little things, masks, whatever, I can fucking deal with that. But now people are surprised that people are using expletives when they're playing sports. Oh God. Did they not know that this has been going on for, since sports were invented? I guarantee it the first time somebody tried to throw a fucking basketball through a hoop and they missed, they said fuck. And then everybody heard it. Everybody heard it. It was probably, you know, in some, uh, who even knows? Who even knows? Cursing and life go hand in hand. So, of course, there is going to be all kinds of expletives used on the field. There's going to be, I use them all the time. I've How many times did I just say fuck in this rant? A ton. Which is also surprising because people are like, how can you work in radio and you have such a foul language? Maybe you should not say fuck as much. Because I know when to fucking turn it on and off, people. I've worked, not to beat my own drum, I know Tuttle likes to do it a lot. You know, two guys that worked in radio. Yes, I worked in radio. I just know how to censor myself when it needs to be censored. And I don't like to bang my chest about how I worked in radio. Yes, I've worked in radio and I will probably work again in it. I should have been doing it before this pandemic hit, but things change. You get bit by a dog, you work at a dispensary for a couple months, realize that you don't want to do that either. And now you're just here doing guest hosting the Tuttle Daily podcast. I mean, when you put it like that, yikes, I really need to do some reevaluation. Speaking of reevaluation, I've got a great story to tell you. This one time I was in the middle of. Is that a PT Cruiser down by the lake? Oh, no, wait. It's the Tuttle Podcast Studio. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by. StitchYouUp.com For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com StitchYouUp specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let StitchYouUp help you with your logo design. Visit StitchYouUp.com or contact them Eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch you up. Definitely not your grandma's embroidery. And that was the second time that I escaped a mental health facility. But it would not be the last. Hell, I could tell you stories about climbing through a mile of shit and coming out smelling like roses. But I guess we'll save that for another podcast, won't we? I'm Charlie Alamo, guest hosting this edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. And uh, before I get ready to wrap this one up with a bow, I got a few more things I wanted to get off my chest here. One of them was, I thought I would tell the uh, Hank Azaria story that I have. I don't know if I've told it on this show. I've told it on a couple that I've done, but I don't think I've told it to Tuttle. Anyway, I went up to uh, Sirius XM to go to one of the unmasked events that Mr. Ron Bennington, the legendary Ron Bennington, holds, where he interviews comedians, actors, uh, authors, all kinds of stuff in a one-on-one thing with an Studio audience in the fishbowl at Sirius XM. It's a pretty cool fucking thing. Sometimes they do it at uh, Caroline's or different comedy clubs and stuff like that. It's really interesting, and Ron is a hell of an interviewer. So, of course, I jumped at the opportunity to get tickets. And Hank Azaria, I thought, you know, Hank Azaria has been in a lot of movies. Mystery Men, he was in uh, Quiz Show, which was great. So I was really curious to see what he had to say. Plus, again, Ron Bennington interviewing. Win-win. So I get up to Sirius. Um... I meet Fizz Watley again because I had uh, met him previously at a uh, another Unmask for Tim Conway, which is a story for, again, another podcast. But Fez wanted 
just questions about The Simpsons for Hank Azaria, which I was like, I have I have a question about Quiz Show though, Fez, and he's like, nope, we just want just want questions about The Simpsons, which I I don't know if I don't know why that was at all. I don't know why they wanted Simpsons questions because Hank Azaria was there to promote a fucking children's book. It was the most fucking boring ass stories. I it was oh I I'm glad that I went because. How could you not go to one of those things, you know? But I drove in a fucking whiteout, and Hank Azaria was such a fucking snooze fest, dude. A fucking snooze fest. He was so preoccupied by everything. At one point, Howard Stern walked by so he could go use the private fucking elevator so he could go down to the basement and get in his limo and leave. Like, he's some kind of fucking retarded superhero. And Hank Azaria pauses and goes, Hey, there's Howard Stern. And Ron Bennington, not missing a beat, goes, Yeah, he works here too. It was the... That... I popped so fucking loud on that one. I was probably the only person that laughed. Everybody else was damn near fucking sleep so they take like two questions about the simpsons that was it they were fucking stinkers from some fanboys afterwards hank azaria leaves the fishbowl first ron wraps up with the crowds talking to people shaking hands you know doing the the normal wrap-up thing that you would do after a gig hanging out with fez taking pictures doing stuff like that i immediately go to the bathroom because i was like fucking i'm gonna take a piss while all these jobbers are over there fucking pining for Ron's attention. I'll get him after on the on the on the flip side, as it were. So I head to the bathroom. Hank Azaria is walking out of the fucking bathroom. So as soon as I see him, I was like, "Hey, that was a great interview, man. I loved you in Quiz Show. I wanted to ask you what it was like working on that movie." And he turned to me and he's like, "Oh, thank you very much." He's like, "You know, that was one of the one of the films that I really enjoyed working on. Uh, I enjoyed working with the director." Bam. Door fucking slams. Bathroom door slams right in between us in the conversation because I was standing in the bathroom. He was standing outside getting ready to walk out. So I'm standing there for like a good, I'd say a good 15 seconds. Just like, do I open the door? Do I keep talking to him? What the fuck do I do? I, I had no clue what to do. Going through all these scenarios in my mind. Finally, I open the door and I see him and he kind of looks and he gives the, huh, kind of looks down a little bit like, hmm, this son of a bitch. And then he turns and he walks right away. So I got to snub Hank Azaria at the Sirius XM studios right by the bathroom, which I, I still makes me laugh to this day. Then he went on to go do fucking Brockmire, which ended up being a fucking great TV show about that drunk alcoholic announcer. And I was like, God damn it. Why couldn't he have been there to promote something cool like that instead of that fucking shitty children's book that I guarantee nobody bought because it, it, it was fucking stupid. It's like stories that he wrote about him and his fucking kid hanging out who wants to read that Ugh, such dribble dribble drivel i said the wrong word yes i know i say a lot of them quite frequently actually but yes so i got to snub hank azaria at the serious sex m studios that was cool then i got to have a nice conversation with ron afterwards chat him up and i told him about the quiz show thing and he's like why didn't you ask that question i was like because fez told me just Simpsons questions and he shot this look at Fez like what the fuck it, it was actually really funny and uh, that was I think that was the last time that I was up at Sirius if you've ever been there or you get the chance to go it's pretty fucking cool to see everything yes there's tiny little cubicles not everybody has a big huge studio like Howard does and Howard's got his own compound on the side when you first walk into the lobby there his side's all on the right there's the fucking Howard Stern logo. And actually, the wall that's right there, when you first walk in and you look to the right, there's a door that's key carded and locked for his compound. The wall that's actually there, that's the backside of the fucking, his studio. His studio is right there. So that's kind of a cool little tidbit of information for you, if uh, you cared. Or if you didn't, hey, 
Neither did I, really. We got through this one together. I want to thank Tuttle so very much for letting me come on here and spew a little bit of uh, what I do. If you enjoyed any of this, or if you just want to send me some hate, I mean, if you got the time, on Twitter at CCA Production. I'm on TikTok as well, because, you know, you got to get with the kids these days, and I, I got, I'm getting emails from China now saying they love my videos, so maybe you'd like them too. It's TikTok. I'm there. CCA Productions on the TikTok. Uh, Facebook.com slash CCA Productions Presents. That's where I put up links for all my shit. And if you want to, you can totally, this is up to you. I'm going to throw it out there. If you don't like it, just throw it right the fuck back. I'm starting up the Patreon. I've already got my two shows up there. It's patreon.com slash Charlie Alamo. That's C-H-A-R-L-I-E-A-L-A-I-M-O. Check it out. If you want to subscribe and get into it, it's only a dollar. And as soon as it, I get a few people into this thing, I've already got shows done. There's two up now. I've got shows in the can, and I'll just start putting them up there and doing little videos. I'll give you all kinds of exclusive access to shit behind the scenes of the behind the scenes of the behind the front of the scenes. You know what I mean? No, no one does. I don't know what I mean. So if you feel inclined, you like my nonsense, patreon.com slash Charlie Alamo. I'm not forcing you to do anything. Believe me, I know we're all in fucking tough times. We need to band together. So if even if you don't want to give me a follow or hit me up on any social media, do this for me at least. Do something nice for yourself and something semi-nice for something, somebody else. You know what I mean? Just do mainly something nicer for you, but do something kind of nice for someone else. And then the world will be just a little bit less shitty. It's still going to be it's still going to be shitty. Don't get me wrong. It's life. Nothing is ever going to be perfect. But do something nice for yourself and something kind of nice for someone else. And we'll see where we all end up then. Thank you again, Tuttle, for letting me come on here and co-host. Thank you to you, the audience, for listening, subscribing, supporting Tuttle. Make sure you check out Tuttle.net. Follow him on all forms of social media. Thank you for listening, subscribing, and being a Tuttleite or whatever you want the fans to be called. we got to come up with a nickname for the Tuttle fans, the Tuttle Army. Except for let's get away from the Army shit. That wasn't... That shit's hacky as fuck. I know the Bubba Army thing. Yes, I get it. But I thought it was lame with Kiss. So, there you go. And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Share, like, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast was brought to you by Total Wireless of Palm Bay, StitchYouUp.com, PocketBearClub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions, Facebook.com slash CCA Productions Presents. Show voiceover services brought to you by jcvoiceoverservices.com. That guy's got a goddamn sexy voice. You should hire him. If you want to help support the show, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? Concerns? You want to let Tuttle know he's being a dick? Go to Tuttle at gmail.com. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds dot net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast.
Gary, fuck going on? 